Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right. Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I am very excited to talk about this episode called Entertaining the Ego. We sort of need to have a little chat about this because this happened to come up in two of my coaching calls today, and it felt really important to share as a concept with you. And in the calls we had, I was sharing with two clients who were generally wrapped up in their ego. Sometimes I will explain to a client, like it it sounds like you are in a headlock, you know, your ego's got you in a headlock and they're spinning and, oh my God, how's it going to go? Or what's this or what's that? And, you know, and, and really worried about the circumstance or the details of the circumstance or focused their, their attention is really focused on one person. When in fact, uh, we need to be able to like back up from the situation to take a look again. And this, this was happening in these calls. And then beyond that, like when we back up, there's also this natural dialogue with the self, um, like we beat ourselves up or having a negative conversation with ourselves. And this is where I was talking about entertaining the ego. So what I shared was it's like, why does the ego get so much leverage on you? Why does that negative inner critic voice have so much control over your self-worth or your relationship with yourself or your identity with yourself? And the way that I explained it quite literally is if someone knocked on your door and you went to answer the door and that person was like, you're a piece of shit, you're an asshole, you're this, you're, you're no good, you're a fake, you're a fraud, you're phony. And like you would hopefully, naturally, shut the door. Like that person's not welcome in your space, right? No jerks in my home. But instead, what we do is we open that door and we hear that person saying that those things and you go, you know what? You might be onto something. Why don't you come on in and, and have a seat with me? Would you like some tea? Should we talk about this? Right? Like we're literally entertaining a jerk, an asshole. <laughs> and, and I think this is so valuable because um, we wouldn't do that if like we did literally answer our door and a stranger was just berating us, we would not allow that, you know, hopefully we would not allow that. But because it's within the framework of our mind, we allow that. We go, we were like, oh, maybe, yeah, I'm probably a jerk. I'm probably no good. I'm probably a fraud. And so we entertain this idea and we actually buy into it. And you're making room for that person in your life. You're letting them into your home. You're giving them a seat at your table. And this is in your mind, right? So you're letting them into your mind. You're letting them into your heart. You're giving them a seat at that table. And so we want to really take a look at and evaluate why we do that or what that's about and then and how to shift it. So we want to have the conversation about how to actually not do that anymore. I would love to invite you to start by considering like, one, do I do that? When do I do that? How often do I do that? And I'd love to even offer you, I give this example a lot, so you might have already heard it on the podcast, is if I argued with you, your hair's blue, and it's not, you'd be like, no, it's not, period. You're crazy. And and I'd be like, no, it's blue. No, it's blue. And you're like, no, really, it's not. It's brown. And 
it's very simple to know as a fact that what they're saying is not true. But when someone, i.e. your inner your inner voice, when that someone is like, you're a jerk, you're an idiot, you're not pretty, you're not good enough, you're, you'll never make it. We don't know if that's not true. We even might think it's true. We believe it. Or we might not want to believe it, but we at least would consider it. But you wouldn't consider if I told you your hair is blue and you just know it's not blue. We have to, part of that shift is in our identity. The inner critic, the ego, that jerk asshole voice has leverage on us because of our identity, because of our insecurities, our uncertainties, any doubt or fear, even a shred of doubt, the ego can hone in on, even if it's a grain of sand big, the ego can hone in on it, strike it and blow it up to where it becomes this major issue with us. And we start again to question ourselves. And so how, what do we do with this? Why does this get to happen to us? Because we're not necessarily clearing those insecurities uh, or uncertainties. And so we're not dealing with, that might be from an unhealed wound, right? Like the time you made a mistake and you were reprimanded for it and you concluded, I am unlovable or I'm a jerk or nobody loves me or I'm never going to make it. Like we've internalized these things. And and if you want to take this on as work, I would invite you to consider what did I conclude about myself? And the reason I say that is because in the conversations today, we had a couple where it's like, I'm worthless or I'm no good. I'm unlovable. I'm not valuable enough. I'm a piece of shit. Like, right. When you believe those things, those things manifest in your life and the ego is screaming it in your head and then you're manifesting evidence for those beliefs in your life. And so it seems true. It feels true. You've got proof of it when really it's just a belief system. And again, a belief system that you have now built an identity around. And that can become super disempowering if you can't see it for what it is and you literally are just in it and living it and that's your life. It's like a fish doesn't know it's swimming in water. It can really impact the quality of life because you identify as that so much. So it's hard to remove yourself from it. And so how can we start to shift this, especially the ego conversation, that disempowering part of it? One, as I've asked, what have you concluded about yourself? And we have to spend some time with that. I concluded that I'm no good. I concluded, like, I would offer, this is, how do I want to explain from childhood, there are things that got implanted, beliefs that got implanted in you in childhood based on what you concluded. And then, you know, all of the manifestations, I would say from like six, eight, 10 to 16, 18, 20, like all these different manifestations have showed up, but we often more cognitively remember the manifestations of our adulthood. So you might remember a breakup you might remember being cut from the team. You might remember the time everybody laughed at you and it was it was in your older years, right? Not And not super old, but you're past your formative years. And so you remember this evidence, but the evidence is still not the root source. Therefore, it can be a little bit concerning or um, confusing about where the source really is. So you might draw on, I'm, I wanted to use the example of a breakup. 
you can say, what did that breakup make you feel? Or what did that letdown or disappointment make you feel? Um, again, unlovable, unworthy. It surfaced the belief that things, for me, my breakup surface that anything can go away in a minute. It had me so afraid of loss. It had me so afraid of um, becoming connected or attached with people. But that goes further back into childhood. How did that manifest in my childhood? Things could change in an instant. And I saw a childhood memory where I went from really, really happy to really, really scared in in a moment. And so those sorts of things helped to shape my identity. If I identified, if I concluded in my childhood that things could change in an instant, I then started collecting evidence for that in my life because that was the belief that I had. And so the ego loves those kinds of beliefs. It'll happily give us more. And when stuff starts getting better in our lives, the ego will show up to remind us of those disempowering subconscious beliefs to say, hey, don't you remember? Like all of this can shift in a minute, right? We start to get happy. Things start to get good. Maybe we're paying off debt or we're saving money and we got the better job. We got the better relationship. And ego goes, Abigail, mm mm it can all go away in an instant. Don't you get too comfortable? Don't you get too excited about this, right? And I'll get scared. That fear will grow and that belief will catch energy. And then all of a sudden I'm listening to the ego, like, of course, this is all going to fall apart. Of course, I'm unlovable. Of course. And then I, and then it does. And then of course it does, because it's what I'm giving more thought pattern to. It's what I'm giving more energy and attention to. And we just wrapped up the uh, Universal Law series. And, and I totally recommend diving into that series because the message that wants to come through is what you focus on increases. And that's one of the universal laws. The law of thinking is what you focus on increases. Same with the law of attraction, essentially. But when we entertain the ego, so when we open the door, the ego's screaming all these things at us. We say, oh yeah, come on in. Sure, there, it's fine. You're, you're welcome here. We entertain the ego and then we manifest more of that because we're listening to it. So I'll give you a good example in today's world. How many of you guys, I see it all the time, social media, I see so many posts about, I need a social media break. There's so much negativity out in the world. There's so much, you know, hate and opinionated people throwing their opinions and and discrimination and prejudice, right? And so what you focus on increases. I have muted people who are hateful. I unfriend sometimes uh, do the like little Facebook, take a break or mute or pause your uh, interactions with that person. I will um, unfollow someone or something that is constantly spewing negative energy simply because you can what you focus on increases. What you make room for takes up space. (laughs) And so you have to become more intentional about what gets to take up space in your head rent-free because you are not discerning what's currently feeding into your life. And so this is a conversation I want to shift the episode or the conversation into a, a conversation around boundaries. It is really easy to engage the ego. It is very... I don't want to use the word lazy because sometimes I don't have a better word for it, but let's call it unconscious or not being mindful. When you are not being conscious, if you're just kind of like going about your day, the negative thought streams could easily slip in. 
because fear is there. Fear is a very natural human emotion, anger, sadness, especially if you have not attended to your anger and sadness. Oh my goodness gracious, it will knock on your door and ask to be felt and seen and heard and processed. And so we have to pay attention to where our thoughts are going when we are not being diligent because I would um, even offer that we need to be diligent and we need to be rigorous about our thoughts and where we let them roam. I've always loved the saying, an idle mind is the devil's playground, because to me, it's so true. It's like, if we're just sitting around or just letting ourselves be bored is not exactly the right word, but we can come, we can start to really entertain ourselves with things that do not serve us. So I think that's something that we need to become very conscious and um, on purpose about. And so boundaries, meaning with the ego, is ego, thank you, no thank you. Uh, We're not going to go there today. Ego, thank you, no thank you. I choose not to believe that fear. Thank you, no thank you. You're not going to run the day today. You're not going to run the show right now. Ego, you are not going to help me make my decisions. Because if we are engaging in the ego and we are engaging in entertaining fear, And then we're making fear-based decisions. Like think of the difference between making a decision from scarcity and from abundance. If you have zero dollars or negative dollars in your bank account, how are you going to be making decisions about how you spend your day in life, right? If you have $30,000 just sitting in your bank account, how are you going to be making decisions about how you go about your day in life, right? So this is the same thing, fear and faith abundance and scarcity, the ego and the soul. So the ego is scarcity. The soul is abundance from the soul, from that soul self. Like, you know, you are whole, you are complete, you are healthy, you are wealthy, you are wise, you are all of those things. And so how would you go about your day and your life if you were coming from that place, right? So it's time to kick the ego out. It's time to say, thank you, no, thank you. I love you and there's no space for you in my day. There's no space in my space for darkness. There's no space in my space for fear. I am clearly committed to something bigger and greater than hiding out in fear all day, every day. And to kind of start to wrap this episode up, I would ask you to consider who would you rather be friends with? (laughs) Who would you rather be friends with, the ego or the soul? If the ego were an embodiment and showed up as a person knocking on your door and was like, would you want to hang out with that person? Or if a minute later, the soul knocked on the door and was like, bring, right? Like it, it didn't knock on your door, it rang your doorbell, right? And, um, and it's like, hey, I brought cake. Can I come in? Can we talk about our future? Right? Like, wouldn't you rather hang out with that person? So that's who, like when you're really engaging with the ego and I would actually love to make a referral or a suggestion. I want to refer a book, which is uh, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And uh, our coach, our certified Hearts Unleashed book club coach, Marcy, uh, she coaches The Untethered Soul as a Hearts Unleashed book club. If you're watching this Facebook Live right now, she is launching that next week and there might still be time to sign up. Uh, It is a very full book club already. And if you're listening to this podcast, then I would say, which by the way, for those of you listening to the podcast a couple uh, weeks later, I did do this uh, Facebook Live. This podcast is recorded Facebook Live today because I felt like it was a really important message for everybody involved. (laughs) And so if you're listening to this podcast, it's very likely Marcy's book club already started, but she um, hosts this book club frequently and probably like a couple times a year. So you should totally head to 
abigailgazza.com forward slash shop to check out the book clubs. And just a little update is that we are going to start to move all of the Hearts Unleashed programs over to heartsunleashed.com. This is a very exciting transition for the company. I'm super excited about it. And so you can always head to heartsunleashed.com or abigailgazza.com to see what's new and what we're offering. But the reason I wanted to say all of that is because in Michael Singer's Untethered Soul, and also uh, his other book, The Surrender Experiment, he talks about literally sitting on the couch with the voice in your head. Would you be friends with that voice embodied in another person? Or would you say like, "Eh, I don't really like that person. They're always really negative. I'm not going to call them anymore. Right? So consider no longer entertaining the ego in such a way and let's see how life turns out. I love you. I want to thank you for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.